family were laughing this week because so Percy's <laughs> Percy's on some new anxiety medication. Um, and also both of us have started getting early hay fever and <laughs> all my friends and family were like, of course you, you have an anxious and allergic cat. Like, of it's course true. that's what you, you're, and my friend was like, Anya, who was on the podcast yeah. was like, is your hypoallergenic cat, does she have allergies? And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, that, that is what's happened. <laughs> Oh, of uh, course she does. So yeah, she's, we've got, there's this tree outside my bedroom window that around this time every year blooms. It's a mimosa tree. Mm-hmm. Very pretty. Mm-hmm. But yeah, super allergic to it. And me and Percy always wake up just like so sniffly. <laughs> she's like sneezing. Her sneezes are so cute as well. They're just like little like, like so delicate and ladylike. Um, but like, yeah, she just, she has allergies. She has anxiety. Um, and so she's on some new medication. It seems to have helped. Yeah. It seems to have helped. It's like all the best of us do, babes. Yeah, so. definitely. Um, yeah, I feel like she's just really like, she's just relatable. Right. Like, she's just like one of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's new for Miss P. How how's everything on your end? <sighs> Everything is good. Oh, I want to tell you this. Okay, I remember. Um, so this past weekend we went to uh, we went to Idlewild in California and we stayed at a place called Hicksville Pines. Um, and Idlewild, you might remember, is the place that has a dog mare. Yes. Yes. So we went. Yes. We, we walked around. We got to see Mayor Ma- Max again. Um, oh my gosh! Looking incredible. Uh. They're so cute. He's like, you go and he's always in a truck. Like they, they drive, like the truck is labeled like Mayor Max, like vehicle. And he's in like, he's in the back of the truck with his little, one of his deputies. And they just like, he just stands for photos and it's just a sweetheart. He's got such a big love head. It. He's like, it's like hugging a bear. Yeah. Um. I, I just, yeah, I'm just so in favor of animals as elected officials. Like, yeah. I really am. Yeah, he um, seems to be doing a great job. Like, clearly, because he's in for what, his, like, eighth term? Yes, yes. <laughs> Keeps getting reelected. So, um, yeah. But then also, the place that we stay in Hicksville Pines had, so we stayed in this. It looks so cool, it's by cool, the right? way. Like, it looks so good. Yeah, so every, um, it's cabins, because it's like, uh, Idlewild's like, up in the mountains, it was snowy, it was really cute. Um, and so there are these A-frame cabins that they have, and they're each like themed super kitschy. So there's like a John Waters themed room, there's a Christmas theme room, there's a Dolly Parton theme room. Um, and we stayed in the uh Twin Peaks room. Oh no way. Yeah, yeah. No way. <laughs> and it was so so it's it's the Great Northern. So it's like a whole cabin, and like they have um it's they have like the exact like uh the red and black checkered room with like the or like what's that chevron pattern floor and the curtains yeah. and the tv like they have the exact thing can you send me pictures because yes. so michael's been sick this week and he's been binge watching oh that's Twin right Peaks. so he's just he literally has watched like all three seasons yes. and the movie in about 10 days <laughs> like it's been really intense um that's 
so cool. Yes. That is so cool. It was awesome. And also we <laughs> they have like little we stayed in so the room Grant and I were in, there's like several rooms in our cabin. Um yeah. the room we stayed in was literally like Laura Palmer's bedroom. And it was so cursed, to be honest. <laughs> We were like, really? Did it? Did it feel bad vibes? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, it was fine. But there was a picture of like a a painting of Bob, and we took it down. We were like, absolutely not. I cannot sleep with this here staring at me. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Oh, but that's amazing though. I brought this up aside from it being cool, and I just want to talk about it. Um. Uh, they have two cats on premise named Ed and Norma, which are mm. Twin Peaks characters. And so good. It was so cute because I've never seen cats interact in snow. Oh, and they loved no, it. No, stop! Really, they were just bounding around. They're just little snow cats. Like they—that's so sweet. Percy hates the snow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I. But clearly, it's like they—they they would just like run through it and then like leap onto a tree branch and be like, ah, ah. and they clearly—they're not allowed in the rooms, but you can tell like they sneak in all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, people people obviously don't say no. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, they're so cute. Um That's so sweet. Yeah. But, um, and now I still That's a very cool weekend. Yes. Good job. Highly recommend if you're in California to go stay there. I really want the dogs still have never seen snow. And I'm really curious if they would hate it or love it. Um They've never seen Oh I, oh yeah, of course you you live in LA. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> snow here. So no. Um, I think here's what here's what I think yeah. would happen. Right, cricket would go. Oh my god, snow! A new thing! Wow. Crumb would go. I hate this. This is disgusting. And cricket would go. Yeah, yeah. We hate this. We hate this. This is disgusting. But here, this is awful. I, okay, that's my initial thought. But then, okay, you have to remember, Crumb. Crumb adventure mode. Adventure mode, and he loves the beach. Surprisingly, like but that's warm. Well, but the water's cold. But they don't like the rain. They don't like the rain. Snow is I'm, just I'm cold so, I rain. I just don't know. Like, I could see it going either way. Because he might like... Because he, I think he runs hot like me. So he might like the cold. Yeah. But I don't... Maybe for a minute. Maybe yeah. he'd frolic for a second and then be like... He might like enough. it. He might be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then get yeah. know, get over it. But I, have, I genuinely have no idea. I want to take them up and find out. Because... That would be so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to see that too. Um... So yeah, it was really fun. And next time we go, um, because we plan on going back, they I want to bring the dogs because they are dog friendly. Um, but I just didn't know. Ooh. It's it's hard bringing dogs to like an unknown area because you're like it says dog friendly, but like are they friendly to my dogs? Is that mm. do they mean like good dogs? But I think it would be totally. Hey, are fun. your dogs are good dogs? They're good dogs, but they're bad dogs. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they're good boys, but they're bad dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get you. Sure. Percy is like a bad girl and a Percy's a bad girl and a good cat. I think. <laughs> yeah. Like she's like it's actually like a joke now in my family, and I like I have to laugh it off because if I don't laugh it off, everyone will make more of a thing of it. But the the joke is just that like everybody hates Percy because Percy hates everyone. Yeah. So like that's the joke is like everyone's like, yeah, Percy's mean. She's like the devil cat. She hates everybody. Nobody likes her. But then then there's like one or two people who she does like. Yes. And that and then there's like a real ride or die thing. Yeah. There, you know. Yeah. So like my cousin Alice. 
Percy likes Alice. Interesting. And Alice is like, yeah, because I passed the vibe check. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not Percy's fault that you guys don't pass the vibe check. Yeah. It does feel so you know? good when like a picky animal likes you. Yeah. Like for sure. It's huge. For sure. I I just think it, it's really telling who Percy does and doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Like not initially, because initially she hates everybody, mm-hmm. but who she warms to over a period of time and who she doesn't warm to. Um, yeah. Because I just think that maybe sometimes people have like like dog energy where they kind of, yeah. you know, they want. Yes, cats And I think like it's that. the same with your dogs, ironically. Yes. People come at them with this expectation of how they're meant to respond. And then when the animal doesn't fulfill that expectation, people get really salty yes. about it. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. consent and respect, mm-hmm. please. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this actually yeah. ties into a thing that I want to talk about today. Um, an article came out uh, with some validation for Crumb that grumpy dogs uh, are possibly more intelligent than non-grumpy dogs. It, I mean, spectacular, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, that makes total sense because Simba isn't grumpy, and he is—he isn't grumpy at all, and he is <laughs> such a bimbo. Exactly. Like he, yeah. he's such a bimbo <laughs> so um yeah i I'll, I'll explain the article but a little bit it was like well yeah of course i mean yeah he's more in touch with his intelligence yeah. I mean, with his emotions yeah. and he's pretty smart yeah. um and then we have some animal rescue stories is that the best way of wording that yeah i think animals so. doing rescues animals being rescued and doing rescues and doing rescues yeah yeah Cool. <laughs> oh yeah, and then I have some um scandal. Oh, I have yes. some pet scandal. Oh my god, I forgot. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, pet scandal, very exciting. And we also have a ready pet go from Ginger and Joe. Okay, are you ready to hear about why Crumb is smart and his grumpiness is validated by this yeah. one study? I'm I'm so ready. I'm ready. <laughs> um, I need to. I can't wait to tell him about this. Frankly, he's going to feel so good. <laughs> uh, so, a Hungarian study examined how quickly dogs can learn based on their temperament. So, they brought in a bunch of different dogs and had like their owners describe them in certain like categories. Like, grumpy is your dog cheerful? Is it this? And based on those answers, like put them into categories. So there's like, okay, this is our group of grumpy dogs. And like, you know, they, and it was based on responses. Like, does your dog like being groomed or do they bark at things or like, you know, Mm. so they have these in them in these categories. Uh, They took their favorite treat and they kind of put it in a maze basically. Okay. And at first, the first like leg of the experiment was doing it. Like the dog is by themselves and the dog in an amount of time has to find the treat. And I think mm. none of sure. the dogs could do it, like, because it was really short. It was 60 seconds. And then the next round, they had their, the dog's owner go in with them and help them. And I think all of the dogs did about the same, grumpy or cheerful or whatever. They all did the same. But the next round was having a stranger in there try and help them. And this is where they found that grumpy dogs did better. Um... Because they said, okay, interestingly, this is a quote, it turned out that dogs that are less tolerant to being bothered or groomed or not getting things in their way in general are also the ones who are more persistent and goal oriented. So it's like, it's a social thing. It's, they said it's not intelligence overall or problem solving because they all could do that. 
but specifically social learning. These dogs are very sensitive, and so they're, like, not tolerant of unpleasant things, so they want things to be done quickly. They're like, I don't want to do that this. I mean, they're geniuses. Show me, show, me, show, me, show me where it is. I don't want to, I don't want to be with you that long. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's genius. Right? Yeah. It makes sense, though, and I think it they motivates also... motivates them. Yes, yeah, and they, like, because they're, like, concerned with things all the time they're paying attention like they don't like things they don't want to like a super happy dog is going to be like what what are we doing where where are we going like they're not focused whereas like crumb it does feel like what war were you in buddy what's going on in there yeah because i think as well like the smartest people i know (laughs) are the most depressed (laughs) singing same thing (laughs) <laughs> because you just you know the the more you learn about the world mm-hmm. <laughs> yes it's, hard, it's real hard to stay yes. chipper sometimes it's real real hard to stay upbeat um so it totally makes sense that that would track for dogs too that they just be like i am constantly taking in my surroundings so of course i'm a little bit stressed and grumpy sometimes <laughs> yes you know yes like like, have you that seen the world? Sense. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah. Good for Crumb. Good for him. Good for Crumb. It's, he's validated. He's right. We knew it all along. Yeah. It also yeah. says at the end, it says, um, there's plenty to take away from the study, namely that grumpy dogs are not less good or productive. Um, they can be well-behaved. And as long as you're not trying to make them wear colorful sweaters or hang with too many upbeat characters, they'll listen and pick up training cues quickly. So they're good. They're good dogs. They're just, yeah, they don't want to do stuff they don't want to do. Yeah. Which is so valid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Totally fair enough. Yeah. So well, I love this for him. Yeah. It's, so. it's huge. Um, write in and tell us about your grumpy genius <sighs> dogs, please. Yes. Please. I want to hear if this tracks for everyone else. Yes. Or if you because have I, a, a dumb, a dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> a dumb, happy dog. Yeah. Just like a stupid happy little Ugh. bimbo who's just like going through life like like Simba and Cricket. Yes. Just like la 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 <laughs> Like sometimes I think that like if like what's going through Simba's head and I'm convinced it's just like like that's just the tram the soundtrack of Simba's thoughts. Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent. Like just going around. Well, and I think cricket has two modes of like it's like do or like kill <laughs> and that's it <laughs> <laughs> he's like an on and an off switch <laughs> so funny so I have an animal rescue story yes today from yes. your neck of the woods actually yes um, I heard about it on the radio and was like oh my gosh this is perfect to share on the pod so basically um, a truly stunning looking white horse um, got trapped in a sinkhole in LA. So the horse and her owner were out for a ride and um, yeah, began to sink essentially. Um, the owner, it seems, was able to escape the sinkhole Um but the horse, which is a, a, a Pasifino horse um, and weighs 1,200 pounds, um, became trapped. Now, 
I have some questions about how sinkholes work. <laughs> because, like, do they just... I don't get it. Do they just collapse? Yeah. Is it like, is it like quicksand? What's the situation? I think it's like, I think usually it's often after an earthquake or something where like the ground has been changed slightly. But yeah, they're just literally just suddenly the ground just collapses. They're so scary. I, I don't. Crazy. Yeah. I, I've never like seen one, but Things like this pop up with news stories and I go, what? Yeah, so apparently it was caused by the heavy rainfall that's been mm -hmm. happening in LA. Um, it, yeah, you did mention that that was something that you lot have been experiencing. Yeah, it rained like um, crazy. And because yeah. like our ground, so it's like the ground isn't used to that much water going in. It's not like built for it. So then things just collapse. There's probably yeah, a better, totally. a, a more science way of describing it, but... No, I, I think that makes total sense. Like, the, the soil has become extremely soft. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's what happened. Um, so, um, who did they call? They called the fire department. Um, there were also, like, helicopters involved. They were going to perform a hoist, but they thought it might be um, in the best interest of the horse to try and get her out without that. So the rescue workers used yellow straps and just 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 tugged. Well... Um, and she was freed after being stuck for nearly three hours. But guess what her name is? What? Lucky. <laughs> and I just love that. Like, it's perfect. Yeah. Of course she was going to be okay. Her name's Lucky. Yeah. Um, so we're very happy that Lucky was free. Um, and that nobody was hurt. And that she is good. And that her owner is good. So That's everyone awesome. was lucky. It was a lucky day. Um... The rescue that I was going to talk about, Ella says we haven't talked about, which is wild to me, but because um, I fully was like, of course we have. It's so it's so a topic that we would cover, but um, they're training rats. They put little backpacks on them and cameras and they are training rats to help rescue like earthquake survivors or like people trapped in collapsed buildings, collapsed buildings. Um. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. So, basically. So, when you say little backpacks. Yeah. Because I'm literally imagining like a little backpack on a, on a rat. Yeah. That is literally just, okay, wow. Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's like, I guess more like a harness, but it has, it has a pack yeah, on the back. That's a backpack. That stuff is a backpack. It's, yeah. It's a pack on the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, they're like, yeah. So, there's a little strap that goes around it and it has like a pack with a camera on it. So, like people can watch where the rat's going and try and help people that have been trapped in, you know buildings or rubble or, or wherever mm, they are mm, mm. um and they're a really good i guess like they chose rats because they're very curious and they like to explore and like they're really trainable um you know like there's so many studies that have come out now where it's like you can train rats to do basically what dogs do they're really really smart um and they have like a great uh sense of smell so you can like mm -hmm. teach them how to like you know you get the scent of something and they like go find it um mm. So this started, I think, in this article is from 2022. Um, and they rescue, where's this place? Um, it's called a POPO. And I don't, it, it's an acronym, clearly, but they're in a Belgian nonprofit. Um, and they That's also so have cool. previously trained dogs. So they have experience with this and so they're trying to transfer it onto rats. They are 
Let's see. Yeah, so they made a 3D printed plastic container with video camera, sent live footage to a receiver module on a laptop, and they can communicate with the rat. <laughs> it's just so cute, the idea of like, hey, come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> keep going. But uh, also, can you imagine like being trapped in a building? You're, 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 and all of a sudden, because there's a speaker on it, a rat comes up to you and is like, hey, you're going to be okay. <laughs> Like, like you'd be like i'm dying this has to be yeah this you is my would final. and obviously i'd be super grateful that i was being rescued but like i don't know if i'd be immediately reassured by a rat coming up to me if i'm honest like i don't i'd like i'm rats i'm funny with depending on the context right, right? like if it's a pet rat if i'm in a pet shop mm-hmm. i am so down to give a rat a cuddle like kiss its cute little nose that's fine but if I'm in like a tunnel and like it or or, and, or in some kind of yeah collapsed building, and a rat comes up to me, I'm not going to necessarily assume that this is like a rescue uh, a rescue rat. Yeah. I'm going to think that this is a a rat that it lives in the collapsed building yes. and might give me a disease and and might bite me mm-hmm. or something. You know, like 100%. so. I feel like they're gonna <laughs> they really have to lead. With the walkie talkie talkie <laughs> yeah. bit for like, hey, yes, I'm attached to a rat. Don't freak out. The rat is a good rat. The rat is a trained rescue rat. Like, You're not hallucinating. This is actually yeah. happening. See his little backpack. Honestly. <laughs> like, um, yeah. And so I'm I'm interested to see because that's you know that article's two years old and I couldn't find anything newer. So if anyone finds any updates on on the rat rescue rescue rat, let me know. I'm Emily Fleming. And I'm Jordan Morris. We're real comedy writers. And real friends. And real cheapskates. We say, why subscribe to expensive streaming services when you can stream tons of insane movies online for free? Yeah, as long as you're fine with 25 randomly inserted, super loud car insurance commercials. On our podcast, Free With Ads, we review streaming movies from the darkest corner of the internet's bargain bin. From the good to the weird to the holy, look at Van Damme's big old butt. Free with ads, a free podcast about free movies that's worth the price of admission. Every Tuesday on MaximumFun.org or your favorite pod spot. Hallelujah! Hello! Welcome, everyone! Step right up. We're going to heal you. We are the healers, Ross and Carrie. Yes, yes. You there. You look like you're upset. Come up here. Yes, you are healed because you've listened to our podcast. Yes. Have you been having trouble with demons? Are you sleeping too much? Too little? Just right? We have the solution. It is to listen to Oh Oh No, No, Ross Ross and and Carrie. Carrie. A show where we examine unusual claims. We show up so you don't have to. Find us on MaximumFun.org. We won't actually heal you. We have some scandal. Yes. We have some hot pet tea to spill. Yes. The headline Mm -hmm. reads, Bobby, (laughs) once named the world's oldest dog, stripped of title (laughs) devastating devastating also okay obviously like i don't know how guinness like check their world records and stuff so i'm not an expert but i have a lot of feelings 
So mm-hmm. here they are. Okay. I'll explain the story first and I'll tell you why my feelings are what they are. So on February the 2nd, 2023, Guinness World Records publicly crowned Bobby as the oldest dog ever. He was 30 years old mm-hmm. and 267 days. So just shy of 31, right? Yeah. And then he died in uh, October and the Guinness World Record dudes said Bobby's final year tally was 31 years and 165 days, right? Now, yeah. fast forward to a year later, February 2024, they posthumously strip Bobby of his honour. And I just, I have an issue with that. He can't defend himself. No. He's not around anymore. Mm-mm. So they say that they don't have the evidence anymore to support Bobby's claim as the record holder. Right. Because, um, so Bobby was lived in Portugal. Um, he, the breed of dog he is was a Raffaero do Ala. I know I messed this up the first time as well. <laughs> Raffaero do oh. Alentejo. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's hard because yeah. I can only think, I don't know Portuguese, I just know Spanish. So, yeah. That's the closest I know. Raffaero. Raffaero do Alentejo would be the Spanish, but. I think that sounds closer, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so they typically live to be between 12 and 14. Um, and the previous Guinness World record holder as the oldest dog was Bluey, who was an Australian cattle dog that lived to be 29 or five months, right? Okay, yeah. So basically questions around Bobby's age start cropping up after he dies um, because uh, of a veterinarian... Um, at the Royal College of Veterinary Surgeons, and that's, so that's that's in England, mm-hmm. told the Guardian that none of his colleagues believed that Bobby could actually be 31 because it's typically only smaller breeds that live right. to be that old. But, like, it's a record. So, yeah, you that, know, miracles happen, yeah. guys. Um, the, the vet said, Bobby's reported age is the equivalent to a human living over 200 years, which, given our current understanding of the aging process, seems highly implausible but if that australian cattle dog yeah lived to be 29 or five months 31 isn't that far no. off No, but that's also like what you're saying it's a record and it's also like i feel like in recent years we've also kind of debunked the like every one human year is seven years for dogs it's like i don't think there's yeah. a one-to-one that that's actually that clear they, they just age no i agree with you like yeah totally I'm like, you just don't know. Yeah. You, you just, how can you say for sure? Mm-mm. Okay. He's dead. You can't test. Uh-uh. I want you, to, I, I want, I want some science. Yeah. Like, it's not, I just think it's wrong, basically. Also, like, um, I, I hope that that, oh, man, I want Bobby to, I want them to win so badly. I want them to find some old, like, photos or whatever to be like, see? <sighs> and it's just some, like, elite English yes. vet, like, Oh, uh, of course it's an English vet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just, of course it is. Um, Just, like, chatting shit without any yes. evidence. Yes. Like, the whole point is that it's a record. Obviously, it's... It, when you think about the world records of people holding their breath and stuff... Right. That doesn't seem... 
possible, yeah. but it happens. You see that lady with the crazy long nails? It seems like her life is horrible, but she has Right? Them. Exactly. Exactly. So, but apparently there just isn't concrete enough evidence. Um, Guinness said to verify Bobby's age, it relied on a microchip um, implanted by Portuguese veterinary service, but it didn't verify the date of birth. Apparently the microchip company didn't verify the date of birth. Oh. But I'm just like, again... I I want I just want some more proof here. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean it didn't verify the date of birth? Like, how how did it not verify it? Clearly, they didn't think it was implausible that Bobby was the age that they said he was right. when they put the microchip in. I just I have questions. Yeah, same. You know? And also, I just even and do you remember okay. Bobby's story? Because we talked about yes. it before. Do you remember it was like he was supposed to be like put down yes. and he escaped and hid. And like, just ended up living a really, yes. really long time. Like, I no, just, I support it, and I support that here's, story. Here's my and take: even I'm, if I'm it's just, a lie, I'm justice for Bobby. Yes, justice for his owners who are called the Costas. Yes. justice for Bobby, and justice for the Costas. Okay, okay. Even if it's um, a lie, even if, say say he wasn't actually that old. I don't care. The, I don't care. The story right. is. Do you know something, Alexis? <laughs> that is actually the main thing. Yeah, like this vet coming forward disproving Bobby's story this elite yes. vet what what do you have to gain Sir, by raining on our parade it's a man it's, it's gotta be a guy right of course it's a man yeah, okay. of course it's a man because no uh, woman would ever bother ruining someone's day like that right do you know what I mean just like just like go, of course it's a man like, go to bed dude oh, well, stop. actually it's actually yes. highly unlikely that this so annoying so annoying go take a nap stop get off the internet yeah I don't like. like I I just think let us have this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Who is it hurting? Yeah. I. So yeah, I'm really furious, and I believe you. I believe um, you, Bobby. I believe you, Bobby. Um, I believe you, Costa family. Yes. I believe that Bobby was the age that you say he was. Yes. So, I thought yeah. that I liked at first. I thought the scandal would be like, oh my god, they lied, and now I think the scandal is men are annoying. Go yeah. away. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Leave Bobby alone. Leave Bobby alone. Um, Leave Brittany alone. Leave Bobby alone. <laughs> <laughs> We've had enough. Hard agree. Hard agree. No regret. <laughs> okay. We have a ready pet go from Ginger and Chunk. Excellent name. <laughs> <laughs> Five years ago, my now fiancé and I had just moved in together. We got our keys, got a couch, life was perfect. However, something we had discussed for a while now was getting a pet. We would often visit pet stores, research different animals, and talk about it, but never fully commit. Until one day, we went into the pet store in the evening, approached the rodent section, and noticed some of the oddest noises we had ever heard. We looked at each other in disbelief, looking for the source. Suddenly... We looked at the bottom enclosure to see a little potato-like fuzzball with wrinkly elephant ears literally popping up off the ground, shaking its head and making the loud alien-like sounds we had been hearing. It was guinea pig social hour and these pigs were running, rumble strutting and weaking in excitement. We noticed one little guy in particular, white, black and brown calico patches, a pink spot on his ear who had the most energy. 
in fact, so much he was actually chasing the other pigs around the top of their hideout. On the top of their hideout. My fiancé said, oh my god, he's perfect. We asked about him, got lots of information, then left that night to think on it. After doing lots of research and getting his home ready, we brought him home. Now, as a heads up, I know you should always get guinea pigs in pairs and try to rescue them from shelters if you can. As he was very chonky, we named him Chonk. The first couple of days, he was very shy, didn't really make a lot of noise. Every night we would sit with him, give him treats and read him a book to establish trust. Finally, one day while I was talking to him, trying to get him to make an appearance, he poked his head out to look at me. In surprise, I said, Chonk! He ran out of his enclosure, leapt across the cage onto his platform and weeped excitedly. That began our bond. He spent his first years running around the house, weeking every time we opened a crinkly bag for snacks and hanging outside in his enclosure while I gardened. He was super curious, wanted to know everything we were doing, loved cuddles and music. We discovered this when my fiancé was playing Crying by Roy Orbison and he suddenly froze in place on the platform, mouth agape listening through the whole song. Soon he got a friend, a brown and orange Rex guinea pig called Little Bear. Once they got used to each other, they loved chasing each other, feasting on salads together and running around the house popcorning, which is when they literally pop out out of the ground while my fiancé would play guitar. It's so cute. Life was great, and they were joined by two more black and white temporary, that's in quotes, kitten friends (laughs) rescued from sunstroke. Through some big adventures, tragedies, and laid-back sunny days, years passed. Both kitties are still thriving. Thomas, one of our two temporary, now permanent, grown-up felines, visited Chonk and and Little Bear constantly. While the pigs were kept separate due to Thomas's larger paws and claws, he loved visiting his friends, rubbing his head against the cage, and it was mutual. They would bump noses and weak every time he came in the room. Close to Christmas, our sweet chonk boy got very sick and through treatment spent his last few days with us, his friend Little Bear and Thomas. He listened to his favorite music, ate his favorite foods, banana, mint leaves, and orange drops, and cuddled with us nonstop. He fought, we fought for him, and his last day our hearts were broken. While we were incredibly sad at his passing, we know he is now at peace. We love to think of what animals he may have passed on to. A fancy rooster seems like a great fit for both his sleek, shiny fur and his alpha personality. We hope to see him in passing again someday, but wish him well and thank him for his special presence in our lives. With lots of love, Ginger. And there's I put there's a little oh. photo of him Ginger. on the bottom. That was perfect. He's so cute. He's so little cute. Chunk. Chunk. <laughs> <laughs> he's so sweet he's so sweet this i love really that he's friends selling with the cats. me on guinea pigs you know yeah because they're so jokes whenever i look at them in pedestals i'm like you guys are hilarious they're so good and yeah friends with the cats is real cute yeah we um i had a a bunny and a guinea pig i got for a, a birthday one year when i was a kid and they were just like i named it was a a white guinea pig like classic like red eyes um and i creatively named it pinky and it was Scandard. a uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um <laughs> and the uh the bunny kind of looked like chonk like it was like kind of patchworked type bunny yeah um, and i named him like a calico buttermilk i think um that's good yeah but they're that's the best cute. they're so cute that's so sweet i really love the idea of pet reincarnation that's actually one that had like never occurred to me before mm-hmm. and like thinking though obviously we talked about it a little bit with Cynthia didn't we yeah um and so just thinking about like yeah what what pets of the past mm-hmm. maybe punk want to become um 
when Percy um, shuffles off this plane in a hundred years time. Yeah, yeah. Um, after well course, after you, well after me. <laughs> um, I actually think she'll come back as a person. Like I think she'll come. I'd really, really do. Yeah. Like I think she'll come back as like like an Anna Wintour type. Oh my you know god! What I mean? Yes, like, like an incredibly like savage cold (laughs) (laughs) but like very clever yes very fabulous like respected for sure oh so respected yeah yeah. what do you think yours will come back oh god um crumb well it's hard because i i feel like i can see what crumb already was you know what i mean like he clearly was some sort of like injured war vet um he's like seen it all sadly in world war ii um (laughs) but i think absolutely what's not he needs something i think crumb might need to be like something that has just like such a happy little like um maybe a sloth like i just want him to relax like i think i so see that for crumb yeah Yeah. oh what did we say though oh um i think he's a capybara so maybe that. Yes, we did have this conversation. Yes. Yeah, he's such a yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I sent Alexis a really funny video this week of capybaras and guinea pigs in a pen together. Because it's like a Pokemon evolution. Yeah. Like it, it just it's so funny to see them. Um and yeah, I was like, Kram is a capybara and cricket is a guinea pig. 100%. Like, so that might be so what's fun. next for them. And I I imagine yeah. them in the same kind of enclosure together. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, thank you again, Ginger. It was really sweet. And I didn't cry while I was reading it, um, which was hard. Um, yeah, this is very, very wonderful and a nice tribute to Chonk. Um, yeah. send us your ready pet goes. If you have one, uh, you can email them to us at comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org. Send us your genius dogs or your happy bimbos. Yes. <laughs> your sad geniuses and your happy bimbos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and then of course join us on Discord I just updated the link in the bio so you can actually join because um, it expired again well, even though I told it not to expire it does that. I know it don't, I really it's so annoying it's really annoying so um, join us on Instagram we're mm-hmm. over there as well we post pictures mm-hmm. when we remember to <laughs> <laughs> you can always see when we're busy and when we're not like in our regular yeah, totally. lives because we get really good yeah. about it and then it's like eh and <laughs> silence for a little while but um yes I've, i have just posted um cynthia's pictures oh, incredible. last um a couple weeks ago last week a couple weeks ago um her and her and her lovely lowly so oh, yes yeah and we will post chonk so absolutely are. gotta yeah. um yeah all right i've been alexis b preston i've been ella mcleod Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.